Hello, wrestling fans. Time for Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling Watch Along. You know I like to do these. I don't say which day, just to um, just to give a little bit of coquettish teasing, you know. But here we have January. When is it in January? January the twenty-fifth, nineteen eighty-six. So let's see what excitement we have here. No warriors are in. Because we always see some action before the titles, don't we? They're in to, uh, to try and stymie. Stymie? The Russians. And here's that funky music. Did it, did. Did it, did. Did it, did. Did, did, did. About battle now. do do do. Here's Bob Coddle. What an exciting hour we have in store for you. Exciting hour. You're going to see the new Mid Atlantic Heavyweight Champion, Sam Houston, as he is the Russian Crusher Khrushchev for that title. He beat Crusher Khrushchev for the Mid Atlantic Championship. Said he would. Let's see if his mic skills have got any better. I doubt it. And many more also will be talking to the national heavyweight champion, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty! Magnum TA and to the world's heavyweight champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Blimey. Star-studded again, you see. They really pushed this up. One of the top contenders for the world title, Ronnie Garvin. Here's Ronnie Garvin. Well, it's nice to be here. I like to talk about Ric Flair because Ric Flair is the man of the hour. Seems like everywhere you go, people are talking about Ric Flair. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm very proud of what I did on national television. Oh, someone's in. Crowd is screaming. Because I'm going all out. All out to win what I've been after for quite some time. What have you been after? And Ric Flair on television. I oh, yes, Ric Flair. With you, and there's nothing you could do with Ronnie Garvin. And you know that, you know that I've got your number. Now, Ric Flair, you well, said you've possibly, done it all, actually. you haven't done it all until you meet Ronnie Garvin. Because Ronnie Garvin is going to take it to you. That's exactly what it takes. And wherever it's at, you're in a lot of trouble, Ric Flair, because I'm coming and I'm coming 100%. Well, it's been 100%. At least he didn't say 110% or 100,000% or whatever. Here's James E. Cornette. Nice. The Midnight Express. Crowd don't like them, but here we go. Who are they fighting? All right, fans, and here we're at ringside, Johnny Weaver, and Johnny, as always, what a tremendous entrance for the Midnight Express. And Bob, our congratulations go to uh, Sam Houston, the new Mid-Atlantic champion. Here's two men in the ring, the Midnight Express. They're looking toward some other titles, the World Tag Team titles. 
Sounds like Houston. Uh, Houston Heenan, doesn't he? Dennis is getting going quickly. Italian Stallions in there. You certainly have. They know what they're doing. Beautiful Bobby's cranking back on the nose there. It's getting an extra little wrinkle on it, you know. This is very important, I feel. Yes. Oh, just bear with me one moment. Well, we're back. I had a phone call. Well, you know, sometimes you do have to take them. It was important. Look at the rock and rolls. Really taking it to uh, to the Italian stallion here. By the way, with Ronnie Garvin, of course, I just remembered, he is coming for Ric Flair. Next year, he will. He'll take that NWA title for a little while. Then he'll go to the WWF, won't he? And have a feud with Greg Valentine, the hammer himself. Takes him 45 minutes to get warmed up. That's what they used to say on the on the Royal Rumble, didn't they? They weren't wrong. You know, he was he's a great season professional. Great. Italian Stallion desperate for a tag there. Didn't get it. They're just having their way with him at the moment. Rocky King's in now. And this is going to be... Oh, that was up in an atomic drop position. With Bobby off the top. That's the pin. It was a bit weird. That move was a bit weird, but it was okay. This week we've got... Um, We've got James in a um, in powder blue strides, white shirt, red tie, and a sort of lilac jacket. It's not ideal, but it's a statement. Here comes on Anderson. He's here about six times last week. He's got those two belts again. One round his shoulder, he's holding one. He's decided how to do it. But he has to gesticulate with one hand, which has got the belt. So it's not ideal for him. Nice. Name them all, if you want. They say... Dusty, do this, do the right thing, play exactly by the rules. Well, Rhodes, when you come to the ring, you've got all those morals behind you and all these fans, but do you have any hardware? Do you have the world television title? Do you have half of the national tag team titles draped around your waist? No. No, you don't. He doesn't. There's people in this world that have things, and there's people in this world that want things. Well, I mean, he is going to get something, isn't he? Because he always did. Dusty, he always managed to get belts, didn't he? He'll have them back soon. Or it back soon. 
eating and all competition in that 30-day period. Well, I'm telling you, Bob, you've known him for a long time, and he will be back. Dusty Rose, you have started something that you have no idea what the end result will be. Just still got the, uh, the battle for Dusty's leg. Competition left awaiting you. Right, fans, we'll be right back after we take this brief time out. <laughs> He's bouncing around. It's Jimmy Valiant. He's right. He's doing his usual back to the camera thing. Oh, he's turned around quicker today. He's got a, uh, by the way, a pink and black hooped outfit on. See some footage here from the 7th of Jan. Give me Black Bart, whose work on a recent GWF programme I saw was really rather good on commentary, and then he was attacked by Tully, who's dressed in street clothes, street clothes gorilla. Smacks him into the ring post. Lays the punches in. Oh, and he's in a pile driving on the outside. Oh, yes, he is. That's a naughty thing to do, Tully Blanchard. But we're in a kind of do-rack type thing around his head, but it could be a bandage, considering he's just been pile-driven. With the switch. Yeah, boogie country. It is actually because the crowd love him. The boogeyman, Jimmy Valiant, to the ring. There's the barbarian. Oh, the barbarian with the more Paul Jones. Looking good with his uh, tux. Oh, he's taking his jacket off. Someone's coming. Paul Jones is throwing the cane down. He's not happy. Somebody in the crowd getting him angry. Were they? They're not chanting weasel, are they? Are they? Surely not. Getting the uh, the studded wristbands off now. Gonna get the collar off. He's facing young Gene Liggins. Young Gene Liggins. Oh, excuse me. I'm still not well, you know. Never mind. Excuse me. Barbarian so strong here. So strong. Just pushing him off. Young Gene Liggins. Young Gene Liggins headlock. Actually he's working it. And Barbarian's going to fight out of this very soon. There you go. Pushes him off. Misses a big boot. Liggins tries for the crossbody. Immediate backbreaker. And that was lovely. From the uh, and the barbarian. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, he is excited. He forgot his words then. Paul Jones. Oh, Baron, Baron Von Ratzke's coming, is he? Oh, my word. Baron Von Ratzke. Just a small pause there while I cough quite strongly, hurting the ribs and the head. Baron Von Ratzke will be there next week. You can never cease to be amazed at the people that Paul Jones is bringing in. Mind you, he had quite a... It was a big heel, Ratchka, from Ratchka. He almost didn't tell us. Forgot his lines there. Barbarian drop kick, very nicely done. Hang on, I've got to let the cat in. Just bear with me a minute. Cat firmly back in the house, eating biscuits. Barbarian's having a go at uh, young Gene Liggins. Threw him right out. Right out the ring. Paul Jones stalking him there on the outside. You know, he's, he's got he got intent. And he's used it with that cane. Ref saw it. Just said, come on now. Stop it, Paul. I saw you almost forget your lines earlier. He didn't say that, I don't think, but you know. Swing of your team. Big clubbing forearm to the chest of young Gene Liggins. Of course he does, he's going up now. This will be the headbutt, won't it, in the end of the match, I presume. He's not made short work of him, but he maybe needed a longer, longer match. Nice headbutt to the shoulder. That'll be it. No regard to his own safety. Nice slow motion. Right on his shoulder. Like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can see the face paint. Come off on his shoulder. That must hurt, you know. It really must. Here's Dusty. Of course, he's got the belt, hasn't he? Don't know what I was talking about. The people who want belts, the people who've got belts. Yeah, well, Dusty would be one of them. You never beat Dusty Road for the world's television title. I never lost. The world's television talent, Edison. Remember that. And your cousin ain't coming. Oh, Edison. Ain't He's calling. And baby, I told you what was going to go down. Let me tell you something else. Iron Anderson, one of the three horsemen now. Tully Blanchard. Nick the three horsemen. That's naughty. The battle for Dusty's leg. It rages. And me and the way I feel about things being good and everything. I'm not that good any longer except... In certain situations, I'm real good. And Tully Blanchard, I found Don't be looking at... Well, she's called Baby Doll, isn't she? This is 1986. Don't be looking at her when you're saying in certain situations, I'm real good. Naughty. On my personal, you understand? Dolly told me. And one thing I know, you know, when Dolly rode off with Floyd, I remembered one thing I said to myself, you know, 
Dolly must be a heck of a rider. Well, I found out she is a heck of a rider. Dolly must be a heck of a rider. Well, I find out she is a heck of a rider. Don't be doing this. I know it's 86, but come on, man. That's right. Arn Anderson, from the very first day I met you, you degraded women. I mean, you didn't have a kind word about them from the time... From the moment that I met you, you degraded women. She says, says a woman called Baby Doll, who is... Uh, who has just been referred to in a pseudo-sexual sense by Dusty, great rider, good in certain situations. Yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable actually. Here comes another match. It's Rugged Ronnie. <clears throat> great wrestler, um, meat and potatoes, but you know, you know what you're doing. Yes, sir, Johnny, you're 100% right. Is that George South is fighting? Big mullet on George. Takes George down. George gets to the ropes. Holds him down, even though he's got five count to break it. Pushes his head into the mat. He was always a bit of a spoiler as well, Ronnie, which I like. Tries to get some kind of. He's pulling back on the on the arm, and the, and the arms around the head. It's not really. It's an arm crank, I suppose. South is selling it, but it's not great. Someone's coming to the ring. Crowd are going for it. Great thing with with Mid Atlantic. Crowd are febrile. I don't think it really is anything to do with this match. I think someone just arrived and the crowd had gone crazy for, for whoever it was. Almost as if they're not watching this match, eh? Yeah. South missed a dropkick. Really sells it. Big punches. A big punch from Garvin. Slap. Shape it up for the suplex. That is a very nice suplex. He pushed off nicely. Did Garvin. He's gone for that arm manoeuvre again. An arm crank. And he's cranking on the head as well now. And he's got his leg right in front of him. So that's, that works a bit better. It's quite a nice little sort of grapevine manoeuvre that is. They did. And they both had a hand in that. Really cranking on the head is Garvin. He was had a bit nastiness about him, you know, which I really like. Great, he jumped on him in the corner, did South. One punch and he leapt himself back. That was quite a feat from George South. Well done, George. You sold that beautifully. He leapt from the second turnbuckle. I mean, back first to the middle of the, of, of the mat. That was lovely. He sold that beautifully because the match weren't going anywhere apart from that. Really good stuff. Did it, did, did it, did, 
George South made that match. Tully and JJ. Bob Cottle, I'm glad to see JJ. He saw where you were dressing, and he went and got himself a new suit. Bob, congratulations. Bob's got a new suit. Jimmy Valley, you come out here, Apparently. and I expose that you expect me to start shooting. Tully's trousers are a bit high. High waisted. Well, I'm going to apologize to you. Shirt looks good, though. JJ always looks learned. For not dropping you a little bit harder and completely. Oh, he wanted to really end the Boogie Woogie Man's wrestling career. The Boogie Woogie Man has still got some kind of wrestling career going on right now. Oh, it's all about it's all about prowess here, isn't it? So Paul Jones told me that Jimmy Valiant is no pushover, but see, we already knew that. Because he said he is street people, and as a street people, he is a survivor. Yeah, survivor. Browse it up. Back on the street. Not that kind of survivor, I don't think. They've cornered him so he doesn't have much terrain to roam anymore. And that's exactly what we're going to do to the boogeyman, Jimmy Valiant. Yeah. We're going to take the street people, and we're going to reduce his territory. And this is the man right here that has the ability to get that done. So the street man, That's the program now, then, is it? Tully and Boogie. And then we're going to step over him to bigger and better things, if you understand what I'm talking about. I, think I, I do understand. Well done, JJ. James J. Dillon, always marvellous. Sam Houston got the Atlantic belt. Take his chaps off. Sam Houston's opponent, the Mid Atlantic champion, his opponent across the way, the masked man, the Golden Terror. Golden Terror. He really wants to have a go at Houston there. Mid-Atlantic champion. Never saw that coming. But it might take a few more months or even a year. Yeah, he beat Christian Khrushchev. The Russians will be angry with that. Cartwheel. Houston. Drop kick. Nicely done, actually. Arm drag. That's the kind of action you get here. Another arm drag. Into an arm bar. Well, it's chain wrestling. It's just that chain's a bit rusty, that's all. This is 1986, I understand that. You have. It's no easy task. No, none of the Russians are easy tasks. Been maturing right along. He's had some great uh, men in there helping him. Uh, some great been in there. Um, let's don't forget that Nelson Royal, Johnny, because I tell you, he's going to learn a lot more from Nelson. I'm sure of that. Another good arm dragon to take down with the arm bar now. Don't forget, fans, during this hour also, you're going to be seeing one of the Russians in action. Nikita Koloff, also Tully Blanchard, 
and the world tag team champions yet the Everybody's rock and roll favorite. express great stuff very popular here Colton Terry was trying to spoil here. He was trying to put his weight on Houston on the ropes. Oh, blimey. Kind of picked him up off the ropes, the Terror. Didn't realise he was going to travel a bit. Tried the uh, backbreaker. It didn't really work. Houston was travelling too far. Is the belt on the line here? I don't think so. They've not said it is. Two count from an arm drop, an elbow drop there, shall I say, to the terror. That bulldog's very good. It's high. He flies with it. Very nice. That'll be it. It's a squash. I don't really mind. Really successful here. He'll go to the WWF and won't be massively successful there, I don't think. Unless I've missed something. Don't think so. Oh, that's a good bulldog, though, from Houston. A flying bulldog. He needs to be very, very careful to look after people with that. And he seems to be. <clears throat> Bit of a frog in the throat there, you see. The Atlantic champ. Pistol. Pistol Pez. I do like his promo skills. It's lovely. Crowd are loving this. He's uh, doing a kind of choral commentary, kind of Greek chorus, if you like, on what's happening in Mid-Atlantic. Do you know what? I wish all news broadcasts were like this. Yes. But let me tell you what, competition gets stiffer and stiffer every day, and I'm sure you're well aware of it. And Dustin Rose, Magnum TA, there's a whole lot of people that's looking your way, and I want to say that they're coming at you and coming at you strong. Now we got the Rock and Roll Express, and everybody, I'm going to tell you what, they have put so much excitement and so much getting down in this whole thing that everybody's glad to have them around, especially me. But I'm going to tell you what, they walk tall. Walk tall over the Russians, and I'm gonna tell you what I think. Huh. Go on, Cornet. You got your hands full. Oh, he's on you're to Jimmy Cornet now. Here's the news, and he's our new cat newscaster, Pez Watley. Oh, Ivan and Nikita Koloff here looking pensive, angry, even. 
Yeah, there's still six-man tag team champions. Christian Khrushchev's not there, is he? I tell you to bring down here. I want to show everybody the injustice done to the Kola family. You, Paul Eldridge, along with your crazy road warriors. You cut and went too far this time, and you're going to pay for it. You know, you out. Again, he kicks out. Just on instinct alone. Crusher's down. We're seeing Houston versus Nikita Koloff here, how he won the title. The Road Warriors are here, we saw this earlier on. Animal through Sam Houston. Over the top onto Nikita, who couldn't push out and couldn't kick out. Yeah, I did see what happened. It was the Road Warriors who gave him the title. Oh my word. And no thanks to the Road Warriors from Sam Houston. Didn't say thanks. Thanks, Hawk. Thanks, Animal. Well, I mean, it was won by nefarious means there, but I don't know how uh, Crusher won it in the first place. Could have been, could have been nefarious. Could have been turned about his fair play. Boy. Oh, they're going to drive one of those families, the Road Warriors or the Koloff family, out of wrestling forever. Not because of looks, because you are afraid, and you should be so afraid, because we have a surprise in store for you. I have a surprise in store for you. Here's Nikita in the ring now. Big Nikita. Mike Jeffers is fighting him. Tried to lift him, couldn't even shift him. But uh, Nikita can, and he threw him across the ring. Yes. Oh, Nikita, you will never know. I don't think that Elton John song was about Nikita Koloff. He's just beaten Jeffers in about two minutes. Big Russian sickle. That's the clothesline. And he won, and now there are some afters. Elbow drop after elbow drop. They're not happy, you see. The title was stolen from them. They believe. The Russian sickle. Told you. Here we see the slow motion of it. It is a beautiful thing. He does it really well. Oh, he took his head off. That was beautiful. But... It was well done on the chest, so it protected him nicely. Beautifully done, Nikita. And of course, many a wrestler's nightmare, apparently, Nikita Koloff. That's what the graphic tells us. And he hadn't been in wrestling that long at this time, I don't think. Magnum TA.
Well, in trying to be a competent thinking champion, you've always got to be assessing the competition that's out there today. Well, yes, a lot of men you do. would like to take the United States Heavyweight Championship away from him. Men like Tully Blanchard, of course, uh, the Barbarian under the management of Paul Jones. A lot of people, but in trying to assess all the possibilities with all the different type of men involved here, there's one man that I've kind of zeroed in on. I've zeroed in on very keenly, as a matter of fact, and that's Nikita Koloff, young man from Russia, very intense competitor himself. But him and I share a great deal of different ideas about what's right and what's wrong. Him coming from the West, myself coming from the East. Yes. The man feels like he's the most superior athlete walking the face of the earth today. And Nikita Koloff, I consider that a great challenge. A great challenge to present to me. T.A. versus Koloff. I'd like that. Constantly puts down this great country of ours. This country that supported you from day one when you came here. And your endeavor to become a professional wrestler. Well, Nikita... Well, yes, I mean, the American, the country that you were born in, Nikita. <laughs> well, that's wrestling for you, isn't it? But you, my friend, are marked by me, marked by Magnum T.A. You're on the top always, of my head list. Oh, he's marked. The marked man. I'm defending the United States Heavyweight Championship. I'm going to go out of my way to get in your face, to get involved with you somewhere down the line. Blimey, he's, he's, a, he's, a he's a really a contender champion. He's telling us who he wants. Surely that will be... The championship committee's decision. But if he is the one contender, why not? I want a chance to run head on with that Russian nightmare train that you're running because I'm the man that can run you right out of professional wrestling. Well, I don't think it happened. In every sport fan, he is Rick. This man right here is there and has been there for some time. The world sports coach, jumper, nice white shirt, and a handkerchief, plum coloured. In the pocket, beautiful. Because he's got the dark glasses on. It's like a lot of women I know walking around each morning. They get up wondering if there's life after flair. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but it is. It is '86, isn't it? came out here making a big deal about baby doll. I don't know what that's all about. They had a whale go the wrong way in San Francisco about a month ago, and that made headlines too. So, baby doll, as far as I'm concerned, if you really want to find out your status quo as a female, jump on Space Mountain one time. Oh, come on now. We don't need that, do we? You from wrestling we really don't. Now you see Dusty Rhodes and Rick Yeah, Flair, back to wrestling. Thank you. running feuds of all time. Two egos that really clash. Yes, he's right. Two egos that really clash. They had a really good um, feud for so many years. How dare he? All you intelligent people. That's great. That he's what's happening. How dare he come out in a t-shirt and blue jeans and tell you what's happening? Well, you know, the idea of the of the of the of the NWA champion was he carried it like a champion, and Flair did, and he dressed up like a champion. It was part of his of his character. If I get another man like my great cousin Arn Anderson to stand by my side. So I guess what I'm summarizing is all up to me is, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, I'm the greatest 
wrestler in the world today. He is. I'm going to have my thing. He is at this time. My way because I'm Ric Flair, your world champion. Woo! All right. Uh, Nicely done. Nice promo. Apart from the kind of prowess stuff. The, good, the thing about the egos was great, I thought. Here's JJ, JJ Dillon, with Tully Blanchard. Who's he fighting? Looks like Pat Tanaka. Handshake. Tis. Saw him on Dark Side of the Ring recently. Marvellous. He looked great, actually. Grizzled, but great. There's some really good discussion about Marty Gennetti, that, that podcast to come, everybody. Arm drag from, uh, from Pat Tanaka gets a, a big response from the crowd. He goes straight to James J. Dillon. That's great. It's great. He asks James what to do. James tells him, goes straight to the ref, pulls his trunks up as if to say, pull the trunks. And the ref is saying to James J. Dillon, I didn't see it. That's great. Really good work. Just shows the way it works. It's nicely done. Yeah, he's got a bit of a strut going because because he got one over on Pat. Yeah, it's an arm drag. You do. He's very fast. He was very fast, Tanaka. Great as bad company in AWA with Paul Diamond. Marvellous. Seen the Orient Express in the WWF? Yeah, the Orient Express. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Express. Talking of expresses, they'll be here soon. They're going to have to be quite quick. There's only 10 minutes left in this program. Pat's coming back. Big overhand chops. All but Blanchard's off the ropes with a kick. Slingshot suplex, beautifully done from Blanchard. That will be the pin. And it's fair enough because people haven't seen that. That's why you get on commentary. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Because that was new at the time. Nice, that slingshot suplex. Lovely. For those who don't know, gets him up in the suplex position. Bounces him off the top rope, uses that impetus for the, to finish the suplex off. Nicely done. Here's Paz Watley again. Mind you, I don't mind seeing him twice because I like his work. And uh, Sam Houston with the belt. Smiling all over his face. Oh, we're going to talk about the Road Warriors. And there's nothing that can make me happier right now in my life, you know. First of all, Mr. Khrushchev, you're a very large individual. You're a very big man. Very large individual. I don't know how I did it. Yes, you do. I suppose he's mentioning that then. I don't know how I did it. Look back at the tape. It's the Road Warriors who won it for you. I don't know how I won the title. All right, I suppose you are saying that. Saying you got some help. 
And I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to try my best to make everybody here proud of me. Oh, you're going to be a fighting champion. They all say that. And uh, I'd also like to thank everybody real quick that stood behind me. And thank Hawk and Animal. Thank Paul Ellering. Go on. Oh, that's fair enough. He's thanking the fans. And if you continue to stand behind me, I will do my best to defend this title and be a very good Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion for, your, for everybody out there. Well, I tell you, Sam, and Pez, when, it, when somebody... That was good of Sam to say that. Sam here comes um, Pez doing his... This is what's happening. Stuff. Here comes the news. Through perseverance, hard work, and dedication, that young man won that title. And that can show you what can overcome. He can overcome insurmountable odds. And that's what he did when he beat that mountain of a Russian. Well, yes. And I'm going to tell you what, Sam Houston, I'm going to tell you what. What were you telling us? He's going to defend it to the ultimate. But everything else is going on, too. Another title, Arn Anderson. He got that world television champion. Yeah, well, you know, Sam had it for two months. That was it. For you, Arn. I don't think you yeah. Oh well, here come the rock and rolls. Crowd are loving this. Here they come. Crowd are loving them, you know. Who are they fighting then? Yeah, the teamwork, they're all in there together, well, the teamwork is, I suppose, they saw another wrestler coming in, and uh, Ricky Morton ran into a smacking one. Nice elbow to the back of the head from Ricky Morton. Morton. Now that's one of the attributes that makes them the world tag team champions. Of course, they're having a lot of problems right now. We've seen them roughed up in the last several weeks with the Midnight Express. Well, Midnight Express will be their big feud, won't it? Certainly will. Gibson working on the arm. Over, makes the tag. Here comes Ricky Morton now. Back in after Ricky. Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express. He's going to try to back Ricky back to the corner and does for the tag. Well, they got the tag, but Ricky's just carried on working on that arm, even though it's somebody else's arm. Yeah, they dragged him to the corner, to the corner for uh, Robert to come over the top onto that arm. Knee straight on the arm, that's gonna hurt. Johnny 
is always exciting to watch a match with these two because every time you watch them, you see something different. Certainly do. Do you? I don't think there's much different. I don't think I had to think about that. Is there anything that I'm seeing that's different to watch? Mind you, they are working the arm. I suppose that's a bit different, isn't it? They decided to do that. Ricky Morton gets his hair pulled and pulls the hair back. Turn about, it's fair play. They do work well together, it has to be said. Double back elbow. That's something the crowd are going crazy for. A double back elbow. This is 1986. Is that 27 years ago? Blimey. That's when I started university. Blimey. Double drop kick. That'll be your, your pin. And that'll take the programme home, folks. Number one. They're telling us. Let's see it in slow motion. It's a double drop kick. Here it comes. Slow motion. Double drop kick Well, they do hit it well. Has to be said, but it's a double drop kick. Oh, here's James E. Cornett and the Midnight Express. A nice way to end the programme. Let me tell you something, I'm out here, I'm upset today. My life has been threatened in the past week. We're not scared of That's them. great, they're over by Bob Coddle. And um, looking into the ring and there's Ricky and Robert saying, come on. It's great. It just keeps the crowd really febrile. I don't care, but I'm sick and tired of it. Those letters upset me and those two punks, we, we can beat them in it. Are they trying to call us yeah, up? Yeah, they, yeah, they keep saying, come on, Don't come to the ring. they know when they've had enough? <laughs> hey guys, what do you think? What do you think, huh? We might just settle this right. Just hold on here. Might... Oh, they might go to the ring. Jim they settle it right now. It's an impromptu match, not been sanctioned. But the crowd are loving it. crowd are going for this. No, he's taking. It, oh, he's having a powwow with them, he's telling them what the tactic should be, as a good coach would. We might. They're not going to get in the ring. Don't get all excited. They aren't going to get in the ring. There's no way. They're close to the ring. That's it. <laughs> They're getting closer to the ring. They're nearly in the ring. They're going to get in the ring. That wraps it up, everybody. Bye-bye. And that is your programme. I enjoyed it. Because it's not just about the squashers. It's about all of the angles. And having Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff and Tony Blanchard and Magnum TA. Wonderful. And I am really enjoying this. Hope you are too. See you next week. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.